Hey there, welcome to All Things Dentistry, and we're doing the drive. So, Monday night, which is a couple nights ago, we had a couple interesting, really interesting cases doing some root canals. So we, I rolled in at uh, 5.30 and, or 5 o'clock, and we had a wisdom tooth. Maxillary left wisdom tooth, and uh, I was thinking, why am I root canaling this? Because I was worried about the apical anatomy being pretty crazy. And then uh, we had a fractured necrosis tooth. So let's talk about the first one. So it's tooth number 28. Carl, who's this really cool guy, walks in, he's about 55 years old, and he's been, he had a restoration placed on that tooth about uh, three weeks previous, and it was symptomatic to hot which tells us immediately that we have seed uh, fibers being fired, irritated. Uh, and then once we got into the tooth, it was necrotic. So his symptom, symptoms went from crazy heat to all of a sudden nothing. And Carl is very interesting because he is a some sort of engineer, physics, dynamic, I don't know what it is. So he, we talked about him and he has this really interesting accent because I was trying to figure it out. And before we started, we finally, he said, I'm from Ireland. I'm like, oh my gosh, this totally makes sense. And well, it doesn't make sense, but it tells me about your accent because it sounds, I don't know what he was. And it sounded almost like German Dutch. He's very soft-spoken. So he has an, he's an aerospace engineer. He works for a local local uh, large company and then he actually had a degree in theoretical physics initially and I thought oh my gosh uh, this uh, my physics I didn't do very well in undergrad so um, so really great guy and um, what's interesting about the case I'm going to post this is that I think what happened was he had his maxillary sixes extracted at a young age and then this seven and eight moved mesialized so slipped forward to take up the space of the uh the sixes so essentially the eight is still in occlusion and is actually functioning like a uh, tooth number one seven or tooth, tooth number two seven but i was really worried about the anatomy but it turns out the anatomy is fairly similar to a seven uh very constricted the distal buckle is probably about a, me, a millimeter away from the mesial buckle canal uh, but with high power uh, magnification we're able to get in there and clean that out and using wave one gold makes life so much easier so much easier to access these teeth you can bend the file and slide it in through those canals and i don't worry about actually breaking it as an orifice open so i love that file um so we got a, i'm really happy with the outcome and then uh so we finished that case in about 50 minutes and then the next case was a very another interesting case so roberto He's another 55-year-old male who has his own company, a construction company. And when I hear, when I hear construction company, uh, I live in the West End of Ottawa. There's always building going on. I think that happens in the rest of the world. I think huge money. It's the first thing I think about, like these huge construction trucks. But it turns out he's not huge like that. He's actually a framer, and he frames homes. Uh, in Canada, we seem to have this. It seems to be unlimited, but it is limited. Resource of wood. So all our homes are made of wood. So everything's framed with two by fours. Uh, wood, and then, uh, so they're like little matchsticks. They're like matchboxes waiting to go up in flames. 
unfortunately, not made like when we lived in Europe of concrete. <clears throat> so we, uh, he had been complaining of pain. We sat and consulted him. Uh, he had been having pain to biting on his right side for a long time. And then finally, a couple of weeks ago, it became excruciatingly painful. Uh, came into the dentist three times, actually, because I couldn't figure it out. And it turns out, finally, his symptoms went away after they gave him some antibiotics. Now, I don't know if they did, if they actually, but antibiotics actually helped. That's for another discussion. But by the time you saw me and you look at his periapical radiograph, it is super calcified. I mean, and now when I see those cases, I think there's got to be a crack in there. Uh, so he had a long-standing MOD restoration with a mesial box of composite. And I initially said, I think your tooth is probably cracked. There's a high chance, like 50%, that you're not going to keep this tooth. But one of the things we can do, because it's hard to dis distinguish, because it was a large restoration. that could have been trauma from the restoration or leakage. So what we do is we elect to, we don't have a cone beam floating around. What we do is we do the access. So we elected to do the access, sort of like an exploratory thing and see if we can either finish the root canal or look for the crack. And immediately upon removing the restoration, <clears throat> and the tooth died with, was um, necrotic by the time I saw him and symptomatic apical periodontitis. So that was tooth number one, six. So when we, um, we access in the tooth that removes some of the restoration, you can see the crack right underneath the restoration. So we video this and we talk with, talk with that to the patient. And then we keep going. <coughs> and then as we get into the access pulp chamber, I can see a crack going down the musical marginal ridge, but it stops right at the pulp right at the floor of the pulp chamber. I'm thinking, oh, okay, might be able to get away with this one. Uh, but upon further cleaning and shaping, so I shape to initial working length, wave uncle primary, remove all the necrotic debris so he's going to be out of pain and will flare up. Likelihood of flaring up is pretty low. Uh, you know, with 10 minutes within, just, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> 10 minutes within the treatment, I'm calling it done. So what we do is we just rinse everything out with hypo, place calcium, or I didn't place calcium hydroxide in this case because the tooth's going to be extracted soon. Uh, place my cavity and then we sit him up and then we play back the video. So we walk through all the steps of what happens. The patient actually sees the feed through the microscope and they have a better understanding. So the reason why we diagnose this tooth as non-restorable, that's not a diagnosis, but we deem this tooth non-restorable is because that crack goes right down to the pulp chamber floor and I'm certain it connects all the way through that tooth. And I call the patient both of them the next day, they're doing great. And he's still, Roberto's still talking about pain when he bites, but kind of a weird pain. So is that post-operative canal sensitivity? Absolutely. But it, could it be part of the crack? Absolutely. So he's going to get that tooth taken out, get referred to the periodontist and see if they're going to do it immediate. He's got lots of bone. And then uh, we've got Thursday night excitement tomorrow night doing root canal. So that's it for the drive. I'm almost at work. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. <clears throat>